Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey yo! Welcome to episode thirty-five of Comic Book Nation. I am not Kofi Outlaw. Really? Uh, oh no! Crazily mm. enough, I have to tell everybody that we look so much alike. Uh, I am uh, Matt Aguilar, and uh, sitting in uh, for our, our fearless leader uh, today while he uh, takes some time away. But uh, don't fret because we will actually be reading his review of Shang Chi, uh, his non-spoiler review, by the way. Uh, so we will get a little Kofi in the show. But I have an amazing group here with me, of course, uh, co-host Janelle Wheeler. Hello, everyone! I'm so and, pumped today. Oh I'm my so god, pumped. it's going to be such a good job. I'm, I'm, I'm so, so excited for today. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, we are going to be dipping into some wrestling, uh, as Kofi would say. So we're going to do Connor Casey for an all-out preview. What's up, buddy? What's going on, man? And then, uh, wild show today. We're going to taste some Mountain Dew. And oh, we can't God. have that <laughs> without Adam yes. Barnhart, yes, 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 snack Matt. expert. Janelle, Connor, thanks for having me. Yeah. Hey, man. Good I bring be my with exceptional palate to the world of comic book nation. <laughs> this is great. It's, what is it? They muk, mukbang or something where you like eat food on live streams? We'll see. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> is now a bad time to say I have acid reflux or what's, what's going That's on? So very, it's a very we'll have, <laughs> have milk nearby. Okay, yes. Sure. That was something that should have been pre. We should have gone over that in the <laughs> yeah. pre-show meeting. Workers' comp, So, uh, welcome to the show. Of we have a packed one. We are going to be talking, obviously, uh, non-spoiled reviews. A couple of people here have seen Shang Chi, so we're going to be dipping into that. Uh, we're also going to be talking about the new episode of Titans, the new episode of What If. DC Fandom. We're going to get into that live uh, Mountain Dew taste. We're going to get into new comics as well, of course. Uh, we have so much. And, of course, the preview uh, towards the end of All Out this weekend. But I'm very excited to say we're starting things off with Titans. And if you're going to talk Titans, who better than to have the Red Hood himself, Kern Walters, come What's up, guys? What? Let's go. How you guys doing? I love your artwork. Oh, thank you so much. That's I got two amazing. more coming. I actually have a Batman one coming and a Joker one. So, oh, hell yeah. Be all over. yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> where That's you, where awesome. you, so, you guys are in Nashville. Yes. yes. That's so awesome. That's so great. Where are you? Up there. I'm in Los Angeles. Nice. Of course. Yep. yep, yep. So, you very know, cool. We just, we just got done with season three. So, we filmed during the whole pandemic and all that up in Canada, which was crazy. Um, so I'm happy to be home. I'm, I'm very happy. That's Just awesome. uh, taking some some time to breathe a little bit. So you are wrapped completely on season three. We are wrapped, correct? Um, you know, hopefully going back for a season four. So we'll we'll get the word on that pretty soon. Yeah, right. Fingers yeah, crossed. crossed. Um, we don't have to cross these fingers. We know it's happening. Right. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> After this season and how amazing it's already been. Yeah, we got to get so a much. season four. So yeah, positive thoughts and you know just just um, enjoying my time off. 
Oh man, well that's amazing. Well, let's get uh, you know, I know you are a busy man. You got you got you gotta relax. So we're not gonna take up a crazy amount of your time. We don't want to cut into that, man. You need like coladas and stuff. Uh so let's yeah, let's get into this. So I'm just curious, actually. Um, I'm already going off my my what script I, I have. <laughs> Chuck it out Welcome the window. To comic book I'm like the Craig Ferguson of podcasts. I just rip it all up and throw it away. Um, so I'm, I'm curious, did you notice a, a big change kind of happen from, you know, DC Universe to HBO Max? Because this was the first full season on HBO Max. Was there any yeah, kind of big changes behind the scenes? Um, not really. It all felt pretty much the same. Um, obviously, we have such a new audience with HBO Max, which is amazing. Um yeah, nothing that was a, a crazy, drastic change. Nothing. Well, that's um, good. Yeah, I yeah, like HBO is a great new home. I'll tell you that. Uh, well, so I, I feel like when someone gets, you know, gets to pick up a character like this, as iconic as this, I guess like you can eat, whether it's just the full reveal of like, hey, I get to play that person. Sometimes it's the moment that sticks with you. Sometimes it's actually trying on the suit. Sometimes it's being on set. What was that moment for you where it was like it all kind of came together? And like, oh, oh, damn, I'm, I'm Red Hood. Was it the suit? Was it what was that for you? Well, you know, during season two filming, I kind of had a feeling. I was like, all right, like my character's leaning down this like dark, heartbroken path of like what the Titans did to him. And then at the end of season two, I went in for like a random fitting. And that's when they told me, hey, we're actually going to be designing a new suit. Um, we're going to be doing Red Hood. And I was like, whoa. So this was right before COVID hit. So we, we designed the suit. We got the helmet going. We got everything going. And then the pandemic hit. And then I had to stay quiet about it for another 10 months, 11 oh, months, geez. you know? So I was like, during the whole pandemic, I knew, but I couldn't say anything. Um, but yeah, and obviously the moment you put that thing on on set for the first time, it's like, you are the character. Like, you feel it. It's like a whole energy that rushes through your body. So it's pretty cool. That's oh, awesome. Man. You actually kind of already answered one of my other questions I had. Like, did you always know that, you know, Red Hood was going to be in your future? Um, and then obviously, like, excited about it finally happening. But did you anticipate it happening so quickly? Like, I feel like they just threw you right into that. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, fast. I, I didn't expect it to happen that quickly. But, um, you know, you always trust the, the writer's room and, and what they have in mind. Um, so I just, you know, I'm, I'm glad the way it turned out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you got like a beautiful, shining episode to be able to show your acting chops. And I was really impressed with, with oh, that. Oh, thank you, you so much. It was I a beautiful portrayal. It. So thank question, you. do you read a lot of comics? And if so, did any of them stand out to you? Like, did you read any of the Red Hood beforehand? <laughs> and did any issue kind of just like stand out as like, I got to reference this? Yeah, when I'm yeah. Portraying um, as you can tell, I've gotten these questions once or twice. I got the book <laughs> Yes. <laughs> we have to ask you, you know, um, comicbook.com. I mean, death in the Family, how, I mean, that's probably my all-time favorite. And obviously, we got to do that. But I have all these. I mean, I got Under the Red Hood. I got all the outlaws. Oh, my gosh. So this is what I did over the pandemic. <laughs> Me, too. I read, like, nothing um, but comics. <laughs> I mean, I have so many. I got, like, a bunch of little characters and figures of Red Hood. I got, obviously got the painting. I got a replica mask back there, so it's yeah, so I, I did my uh, I did my dues, and I I um I had a good time. I feel like that's really rewarding for super fans to see that like whoever is the actor that is portraying their favorite character is actually super fan with us. Absolutely. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, I'm for right that. there with all you guys. That's Absolutely. awesome. Yep. <laughs> 
Oh, you know what? Okay, because I, <laughs> Kofi has a has a question in the comments, so so I'm gonna ask it. Uh, is there a current version of Jason Todd Red Hood that you want to end up at or explore later on? You know, I'm kind of behind right now, to be honest with you. I, I don't know the current versions too much, but um, you know, I, th I think a, a fun story arc to explore someday would probably be the Outlaws. Um, you know, I, I think doing that route would be really fun oh for sure and yeah. also if uh if we do the i think it's like what is like the new outlaws where uh like katana has the talking sword and like black oh, yeah. is in the sword and like it's all kinds of nuts See, i haven't stuff. seen any of that i i gotta get yeah. on that oh man it's so, it's so good i know um, katana is sick though katana is is awesome well and you know this season also also paired you as the red hood has developed so has scarecrow and Scarecrow's yes. become such a big part of the season. You know, did you like, I guess, what do you feel about their dynamic uh, between Jason and Scarecrow throughout the season? And what can you tease about that uh, yeah. relationship going forward? It's an interesting dynamic. You know, it's something that develops throughout the whole season, too, as you guys will see. But um, as we saw within the first five episodes, um, it's almost Jason's escape. Um, this this toxin and this fear gas that he's getting on to to get rid of his past and that we saw with uh, the first two seasons. So I would say like my my ultimate words is like Jonathan Crane is the villain of the villain. Like he is the one who makes the villain at, who, who is me. You know, so he controls me. He um he's really manipulating how I feel throughout the season. So that's a pretty cool dynamic we get to explore. Oh, for sure. Janelle? Uh, we actually have a question in the chat. Brian was asking, who would you like to see Red Hood go against? Ooh, is this is this like a... Generally oh. speaking, if you could just be free to pick anyone in the DCEU. Hmm. I mean, I, I think I'd be wrong if I, if I said, if I didn't say the Joker. Yes. I, I mean... I, I think I'd be wrong not to say that. Joker, I mean, Joker is my boy. I love Joker. Uh, so. My all-time favorite. Yeah, same. That's awesome. Okay, so anything that we... I know it's hard to, like, go spoiler-free. Right. You're not allowed to tell us everything. We'll have to there, do one of these when the season's over. Oh, please. 100%. Anytime. We would yeah. love to have you back. Um, is there anything we should be looking out specifically in the future episodes? Like, any Easter eggs or your favorite episode? Has it already happened or will it happen? Um, I think episode five was, like, my was like my favorite writing wise and story wise with my character. But um, the finale is brilliant. The finale is awesome. And um, I'm really excited for you guys to see that. Nice. So we'll be getting closure or maybe kind of like a, uh, I wouldn't necessarily, I wouldn't say closure. No, not, not too much. See, closure. then season four has got to be here. <laughs> we got to get no. season four. <laughs> it's perfect. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, by the way, okay, can I just say, though, it is kind of crazy that your favorite character is like the character that killed the character you are playing. Yes. <laughs> that's it's amazing. weird how that works out. Right? It's a weird, like, circle of death there. It's that's so kinda... weird. <laughs> Okay. It's so weird. Dude, I could see you playing Joker. Oh, like, I, I feel like someday. you do an awesome Joker. I would love to someday. That would that would be pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's that's funny that you say that. You know, it's um my character is obviously killed by the Joker, and the Joker is my favorite character. So <laughs> I'm just now processing that. Pretty cool, yeah. pretty funny. 
Yeah, and it's crazy. Uh, and also, by the way, if that if that vote on death of the family happens today, there's like no way that people vote for Jason Todd to die. What vote? That, did you like so the vote that like the phone call vote that they had way back when uh, when they were like, hey, oh, can, yeah. does Jason Todd like Jason Todd survive yeah. or does he die? Like, there's no way that happens today. Like, I can't oh, even no, no, that no. they did that. I agree with you. Yeah. Yep. I yeah, thought you meant there's a new poll of the day. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can throw one up on Twitter, but I don't, yeah, think, it would, <laughs> I don't think it would be. Um, so, okay. So we, spoiler warning, because we are going to get into the most recent episode of Titans. So if you have not watched that, I, I have to touch on that. Uh, because obviously Jason's already done a couple of like really messed up things, including killing my boy Hank, which hurt. That hurt inside my soul. Uh, but in this episode, what's worse? Uh, by the way, do we have the spoiler warning up? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Last, last final shot here. So what's worse, Hank or what happens because of Jason to Tim Drake's yeah. people? That's that's like, geez. I mean, they are both brutal. I mean, they're both such terrible things to happen. Um, obviously, with what I did with t- Tim Drake's family and, and his father, it's like, that's tough, you know? And it's now it's like, how many other people is this going to happen to? Um, but ultimately, I would say coming from, you know, character standpoint, I would say what I did to Hank because he was like one of my family members basically from the very beginning. Um, so that even just like when I first read that script, I was like, you know, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, this is this is brutal. This is insane. So I, I would definitely say that. For sure. And and going off of because it's funny, uh, Kofi, I got you. That was actually one of my questions, too. And I know we can't get into crazy spoilers, uh, but we definitely want to talk hey, about at some point after the season. Now. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> is, can we. What's the best way? To, can Is there a chance that we're going to get a Robin versus Robin versus Robin fight? Because of what happened in this episode, I I don't know if you guys would get it this season. Oh. <laughs> that's makes no sense. You gotta get, gotta get I said I don't know. Season four. season four. Yeah, that season four is looking uh, is looking awfully uh, awfully awfully enticing right now. <laughs> Yeah, Brywood has another question in the chat. Is man, Brywood, yes. you're on fire. How can Jason be redeemed, especially after this week's episode? Mm-hmm-hmm. How can he be redeemed? Like after with what he's done? Yeah. To be honest, I I think he's dealing this season with everything internally. I don't know if if it's if it's too easy for the Titans to take him back at all. Um, you know, that's that's a very brutal thing that he has done. Um, so it's just you know, and that's another we get to follow Jason's story throughout the season of, you know, struggling with what he has done to Hank, struggling with his relationship with Crane. Um, if he likes who he is as Red Hood, if he wants to go back to being a Titan. So it's this emotional roller coaster that we experience. Um, but yeah, as far as redemption goes, I, I, I'm not sure on that. Mm. I mean, so, I'll redeem him. I, I still, I still <laughs> believe in him. Like I still, well, you always got to believe in Jason. You're li- he's likable. Like he really is. Even in this, like you see this struggle. It's not like he's just a hardened, awful yeah. person. Like yeah. you really do like feel with him on the PTSD stuff yeah. and like the fatherly figure. And like, do you draw upon any personal experiences when acting yeah, um, out these? I mean, 
I think I think we all can take away from you know struggles and stuff and and I think that's why episode five was such an amazing thing because you said with like Bruce and stuff like we got to explore that and we got to explore you know Jason at therapy and whatnot and you know you you feel for the kid you really genuinely do and you you feel you know with what he's gone through and, and what he's dealt with with Rose and the Titans and you know it's it's an interesting dynamic and um, to be honest I'm I. The more I do this character and play this character, I'm becoming a fan myself, you know? So it's um, it's just so fun to bring a comic book character to life. Oh, awesome. for sure. I love it, guys. It's 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 honestly a dream, so. Heck it's, yes. Yeah, and as Janelle said, like, episode five, like, mm-hmm. it's so, like. Episode five was very important for the season, you know? It was just, like, it's like, well, how did he get here? So it was almost like an origin story. So it was, it was, it was so good. And like to have it like basically right in the center of the season, um, yeah, it's awesome. And because that's so, because that relationship between Jason and, and Bruce, I mean, it's just it is very paternal. It is very, it's a very deep relationship. Even though it always feels like Bruce cannot get out of his own way to say the right thing <laughs> ever, yeah, <laughs> yeah. ever. Yeah. Uh, but, beca- but because, and we've seen like you know Grayson uh, kind of also we're dealing with the mantle of Batman, right? Bruce is not around. So like, there's no Batman and like, he's, he kind of fights wanting to be Batman and not in Jason's mind. Does Jason see a day where he would be Batman as well? <gasps> hmm. I've never really thought about that. I'm going to have to give that a look, but um, yeah, that's, that's an interesting talking point, you know, and you know, in the first couple episodes where we saw Bruce say to Dick, be a better Batman. That was an interesting line. Um, but um, I, I don't know as, as far as Jason quite yet. You never know. Anything can happen. I'm, I, I might pitch this, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. I'll be back, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Janelle, do you have any other things you want to pop in? I mean, I'm just, I'm so excited that you took the time to talk, with, talk to us today. Thank you so much. Um, and Matt, I'm going to steal this question because it's amazing. <laughs> if you could be in the DC movie verse, first of all, of course, would you be up for playing Red Hood? Would you want an origin story? But if you had to be, I'm adding another one. If you couldn't be Red Hood, who else would you want to play? I already threw out Joker. Ooh. Um, absolutely. I would love to do a movie. Um, I think that's something that we need to make happen. Um, I would obviously like to put a Joker. I mean, like I'm going from like, it's very like obvious, but I'm going with my favorites. I'm just going to go with obviously Red Hood, Joker and Batman. I mean, I grew up with Batman. I was Batman for Halloween, probably 10 years in a row as a kid, you know, so it's like, how could I not say that? But um, also, I'm really excited for Robert Pattinson's um, take on the on Batman. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah I, too. I feel like from all the vibes I'm getting from that movie, like that one and like the Titans side of like those universes would be like very simpatico. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, I feel like like very like. When is that guys. movie dropping? Uh, you know what? It's a good question because it's what moved. Is it moved once or twice? I think it's. I can't remember how. Like I think it's when moved it's twice. Moved. They're gonna twice. move it again, huh? Oh you can't. You gotta stop doing that. 
Again, See, this is why you're like, I'm glad I'm on, I'm on a, a TV show <laughs> on I'll HBO Max. Movie if they move it once yeah. or twice. <laughs> oh great. my God. Well, uh, I cannot tell you uh, how great it was to have you on the show. I've, uh, we have kept you for <laughs> long enough. Yes, sorry about Go that. enjoy your vacation. Don't be sorry, guys. I enjoy this. So thank oh, you very this is much. Awesome. And yes, definitely. Uh, when the season is over, we have so much to talk about. So you are always more than welcome to and show. And we can give away all the spoilers then, because yes, all yes, spoilers, <laughs> yes. amazingly uh, awesome. Well, thank you so much, man. All the best success, and uh, thank you so much for joining the show. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you so much, guys. Enjoy Nashville. Thanks. <laughs> we'll <do>. Stay safe. <laughs> Yay! Well, that was dope. That was so awesome. Very awesome. dope. Very dope. And uh, I am so excited. I'm on a high right now, man. All right. So <laughs> let's uh, let's let's move into uh, man. We have so much uh, to get into. So, uh, you know, let's take a break real quick because we are right here. So let's take a break, uh, pay some bills and then we'll come back and we'll talk Shang-Chi and like the 90 other things we got to talk about. <laughs> Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Welcome back to Comic Book Nation. All right, so let's uh, switch some gears. By the way, I did see a, a question uh, in the comments, and now I'm trying to actually find it. Yeah, uh, uh, King Swag Z. Uh, yes, so when I ask for questions on Twitter, uh, we've actually got another interview uh, with Kern coming as well. Uh, should Woo. be out in the next few days. And so I did ask <clears throat> some of those questions that were in there as well. So look for those soon. Uh, I did not miss those. Uh, so, yeah, so let's switch gears in the Marvel uh, a little bit because all the buzz uh, today and last night, if you were on social media, it was all about Shang-Chi. Uh, so me, I, I don't know if Janelle has. Yeah, <sighs> I don't think so. So me and Janelle have not, to my knowledge, seen. You know, I got a text Wait, message. It? Can I say this? <clears throat> I got a text at like 610 from BD. And he's like, hey, I have an extra ticket if you want to come out to watch this at the IMAX. I'm like, when does it start? He goes seven o'clock. I'm like on the other side, <laughs> literally on the other yeah. side. I'm in like, I'm, I'm like 40 minutes away from the theater. And I'm like, no, <laughs> be vigilant with your text messaging right now, guys. You never know what's going to pop up. That's, that's true. So I know Connor uh, and Adam have both seen mm -hmm. the movie. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, mm -hmm. let's start things off. Uh, with Kofi's review, by the way, these are all non-spoilers, so we're not going to get into spoilers yet. It just came out. So <laughs> rest easy. Uh, we'll get into full spoilers and everything uh, at the next episode, of course, and reactions and theories and all that crazy stuff. 
Uh, but here's Kofi's review. I'm I, I'm not going to read it like Kofi because I could never do that. Just uh, Shang Chi surprises with the amount of fantasy and action we never saw in trailers and bigger MCU connections than you think. Uh, and I'm always I'm always worried that I'm going to mispronounce his name. Is it Simulu? Some Simulu? I'm always I never know how to quite pronounce the name. I apologize for butchering it because I'm sure I did, uh, kills it in a performance both dramatic and physically demanding, and the supporting cast cameos are great epic post-credit scenes. Uh, my only criticism is I hope we get to see more of Tony Young's uh, Zhu Wenwu Mandarin and his MCU backstory. It's definitely a story with look, worth looking deeper into. So that is Kofi's non-spoiler review. I hope I did that justice. I, I don't thank you so much. Uh, Connor Adam, uh, what did you guys think overall? Like with just general impressions. Go ahead, Adam. Uh, surface level. I'm tra- spoiler free. You're gonna get me. Spoiler free. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's hard. Be- it's an incredibly beautiful movie. Bad. Yeah. I know. No, it's it's a beautiful movie. You know, you always have the uh, the concern about. Um, you know, in the day of TV spots, how many, you know, we cover a new TV spot for the two weeks leading up to the film. Right. Um, but the movie, it does end up going much further into the mythos than even the trailers or teaser teaser scratch. So, um, beautiful movie, the fights I posted on Twitter this morning and I'm already getting hate mail. Cause I said, it's better than winter soldier action. wise. Um, I, I stand by it. I'm going to stand by it. Oh boy. If you guys, if you guys want to fight, you know, I'll send DM me my address, but, uh, no, I the <laughs> fight. The fighting's beautiful. It's especially what you'd want from like a Marvel martial arts movie. I mean, the familiar Marvel beats are there, right? Um, Aquafina is hilarious. There's jokes at probably the wrong times, you know, but it's a beautiful movie. Um, that's just Marvel, right? That's just a Marvel. Yeah, movie. I mean, that's just yeah. Marvel stuff. Beautiful movie. Uh, Simu does great. Tony does great. If we don't see Wenwu again, um, I'll, I might not cry. I'll be disappointed. I'll certainly be disappointed. But this is on par with Black Panther for world building. Um, it sets up a whole other corner of the MCU. Um, I wasn't anticipating. I don't know why, but great. I don't know on the number is seven and a half to eight out of 10. Okay. Maybe. That's, I mean, that's good. That's a good, yeah. that's a good score. Better than average. That's good. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's like than your average. Sorry. I had to get a credit <laughs> David reference in there. Uh, Connor, what'd you think? Man, I hate that I'm going to be the critical one on oh, this. Oh, no! Um, no, I love it. We need that. So it's it's pretty good. It, it's got a lot of really good elements. In it. And Adam, the fact that you mentioned that it looks great right at the start is 100% accurate. The, in terms of style and visuals, it's fantastic. And it's got a lot of very strong elements in it. Uh, Wenwu probably being my favorite. I think this movie is actually very accurately titled because the 10 rings themselves are probably the best part of the movie. Everything that they are connected to with Wen Wu, how they are used in fights. These are not just like in the comics where it's, hey, one, each one does something different. No, they're all kind of used in in sync and how they're used in fights. It's probably some of the most interesting stuff we see on screen. And 
so basically my the the issue that you're going to hear a lot of people talk about is it goes from being a chinese kung fu movie in the first hour to a chinese fantasy movie in the third act and the way they get there is a little awkward Mm-hmm. And it, it, there, there's a big pacing issue there in the, in the second yeah. act. Um, Adam, you mentioned Aquafina. This is the best I've seen her. I'm not a fan of hers, and I'm not even a part of the group she offended. But uh, she's she's good. She doesn't undercut the serious moments like I was afraid that they would. She she does a couple times. There's a particular moment with Shang Chi's name that she kind of goes back and forth. I thought that was funny personally, but especially when we get to the third act, no, she she's serious. My big issue is the villain is done so well in that we see why he why his character kind of turns a couple of times. He actually basically turns three times, which with Shang-Chi, there's a particular moment that keeps getting brought up and we see everything that happened around it. But we never see the moment itself. And because we don't, and Adam Adam's nodding his head because he knows exactly what I'm talking right. about. Because we don't see that moment, it's a little bit harder to connect with him to go from what we saw of him as a child and a teenager to the slacker that we get at the start of the movie. And then he and because of that, I feel like he starts fading into the background. And that's not great for an origin story. Okay. There is some really interesting flashbacky type stuff, and it, like you said, it does mess with the pacing quite a bit. I'll agree there. Yeah. Wow. And 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 the third the third act, guys. There's stuff. You, if I told you what's in the third act, you wouldn't believe me. <laughs> right. With some of the visuals. Also, a crap ton of Dragon Ball Z references. Like he's he's basically wearing Goku's color scheme for half the movie. Huh. There's quite a few Journey to the West inferences, and at one point they just say Kamehameha, and it's, they don't do the move, but they it the name oh, gets dropped, and you're yeah. like, that will be so what? lost on me. All right, I don't watch Dragon Ball Z. Well, is it like that. a happy thing? Is it like oh awesome, or is it more okay, like not, what are they doing? Anything. No, it is a cool. It's a really cool okay. moment. Okay, um, cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a shot at it, so like I said, it's great little <laughs> moments. But when it's all together, it comes out at about a six and a half. Oh, okay. That was we're close. Honestly, yeah, we're not close. as bad as I thought it was going to be. From <laughs> no, not, no, not at all. Okay. This, this, isn't, some... right, this isn't a spoiler, but I wonder your opinion, Connor. The moment he says, is this what you wanted? It was in the trailers. It was in all the trailers, but I think that was probably the best line of the movie. And they just kind of wasted it in the trailers. Like, I still gasped during the movie itself. Yeah. And I'm like, man, if I I knew that was coming and I was reacted that way. If I didn't know that was coming, it was because it's just this raw father versus son movie. And they yeah. ruined it with the trailer. And now, Adam, tell me if this makes sense. This turns into a Pokemon movie about halfway through. And I was not expecting oh, that. Totally. Yeah. This is the, this is the detective Pikachu movie. We, sh- we, we should have gotten the sequel to, but we never did. <laughs> yes. And yeah. Matt, you're going to, you're going to see two particular characters and go, these are giant fluffy boys. And I want them both. And they're yeah, lovely. That's, that's probably accurate. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> this is this also me. isn't a spoiler. They Marvel announced it. You know, we know um, Sir Ben Kingsley's back. Yes. And how they got him to do this movie after you guys watch it, I have no idea how he agreed to it. It's uh, so interesting. That green. It's funny because I know 
<laughs> I know what scenes you're talking about. I know what scene you're talking about. I've I've seen parts of it, mm-hmm. but just because through the natural spoiler pipeline right. that is Twitter and social media, <laughs> so I've seen like parts, uh, mm-hmm. and I've seen some of the battle sequences and things like that. Um, which, by the way, I don't know. I, I would be interested. I am interested to see it in like its full context. But I got like Mortal Kombat vibes from yes. from some of the battles there. Um, in a good way, I by the way, I like that. combat. So I, like I totally combat. predicted um, that on this podcast. But there's yes. especially like one sequence. I'm like, boy, that looks straight out of that looks straight out of a MK uh, and not in the like, hey, I'm pulling out someone's spine way. Obviously, I was just yeah. saying it like the choreography and the way yeah. it plays out. It's 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 cool. Um, you know, I I will say I, I am excited to when we can get into spoilers because I am just excited about all the stuff that happens after. Uh, but you know, and if you want to find out what that is, you can definitely check out that article on comicbook.com right by your stream if you want to check that out. Um, so uh that was Sean Chi. So Janelle, are you still hype? Are you hyper? Are you hyped more hyped or are you less hyped <laughs> to see it? I I'm really I'm very hyped to see it, but I feel like I'm you know, you guys already know my catchphrase, more content. Like I, I am the more the merrier. Even if it's not the best, it's something. <laughs> so I obviously I compare things, you know, against one another, but I'm still so pumped to have this content because I was literally watching like bad reality dating TV last night. And I'm like, I wish I was watching Shang-Chi. <laughs> <Right. laughs> to reassure you both, if Marvel Studios wants another poll quote for a commercial, not a bad movie. No. <laughs> well, while I feel like I'm the Orange Cassidy, you know, half-hearted thumbs up on this one. I definitely want to see more of all of these characters. For sure. I got that okay. reference. There, there, you, there you go. go man. Someone put that cap gif on there for me. Um, <laughs> awesome. Well, let's move into, of course, by the way, uh, I don't have to tell you all this. Uh, it is in theaters now. <laughs> so if you want to go see it, uh, we will definitely be getting into spoilers and theories and what comes next and how this sets up the MCU going forward on the next episode. Uh, but let's move into What If, uh, the newest episode of What If, which uh, I feel, by the way, uh, from here on, because we will be talking about What If and the newest episode of Titans, briefly, uh, since we just like really went in on Titans, but we will be talking about it. So spoilers from here for these next two things, if you haven't seen it. Uh, this episode is, I feel like, for me anyway, uh, is the best example of what a What If should be uh, especially from the comic side of things. Um, this is very, I know this is, a, I was so excited to like talk to Janelle about this episode because it's all Dr. Strange based. Um, <laughs> but like this very much starts out with like the same beats and then makes one key turn and then goes somewhere interesting with it. And most of the like latter half of it is new. It's just like different stuff. It's not just a replaying of the movie. Um, so I, I thought they did a really good, I wasn't like, it was funny because I had heard about it a lot. I was kind of like, you know, I'd heard a bunch of impressions, like from whenever it releases at like 3am, I'd already heard like seen stuff on Twitter, like, Oh my God, Oh my God. And like heartbroken and stuff. So maybe I had raised expectations going in. So I'm like, well, this isn't like anything crazy so far, like the first like 15 minutes. And then after, once it really picks up and you start to see the kind of the one beat that carries the rest of it. I was I was in like I actually was like okay this got me this hooked me Janelle what did you what did you feel about this 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I was in heaven. Oh man. If you like my fiance are not watching what if because it's animated or whatever you're missing out. My gosh. Uh, first of all, if any of doesn't, if anyone doesn't know, I feel like everybody knows Dr. Strange is my favorite character ever. He's my favorite superhero ever. So um, I just thought they did an incredible job of exploring him, um, which, you know, I, I want more. I want more Dr. Strange always at this episode. I avoided all spoilers. I just literally didn't oh, go on the nice. internet. I didn't even open my phone and I just watched the show when I woke up in the morning. So very thrown off, just super shocked. We are spoiler. We're, we're spoiler yeah. right now. The watcher is a cold hearted Snake. He's a cold-hearted snake. snake. Looked into <laughs> is seriously though. I could not get over that. And you know, you keep holding out, even when you think strange, like good strange, happy good strange is gonna like he loses to evil strange. You still think it's it, it, he's got to pull through somehow. He's gonna like explode from the inside or do something <laughs> crazy. And no. <laughs> Nothing good happens. There's no resolution. No one saves the day. And that is so cold and so good to see from the MCU because I feel like it's a lot of happy endings. And it's really cool to see something that is not a happy ending. It sucks, but it's also really, really cool. Yeah, for sure. Connor, Adam, what'd you guys think? Loved it. Same. I Matt, you kind of mentioned that this is um you know, this is a great example of what a what if really is in the comics. I, I kind of divide them up into three categories. There's the one that's a backdoor pilot for a new character. We got that with Captain Carter. Your mileage may vary. The second is change one thing and see the domino effect it has on established canon. That was last week's. That was personally my favorite. The third is how does one character accidentally kill their entire universe? That was this week's. <laughs> That is, that's like all of DC Metal with the Dark Knights. If yeah, you've read any of those, it, this felt exactly <laughs> like that. I love metal. Um, it's, it, it's, it's pretty solid. You know, Strange is a great character and not just making him pure evil right off the bat was a great call. It's like, no, he is completely driven by something altruistic. He just wants her Christine back. And he goes to these obscene lengths to do it, even though everybody keeps telling him, dude, if you do this, terrible things will happen. And then he turns around and goes, why didn't anybody tell me? It's like, no, we <laughs> did. So when Janelle, you're like, oh, Watcher's a snake. It's like, no, he. it wouldn't have mattered if he had said anything. No, not it, not. It, it's like he's he's pleading with God, basically, like help me please do something. And he's like, no, nope, you have to nah, live through fam. your mistakes. Like that. I know that's, I didn't mean snake. I just said that because like the song, <laughs> which I'm so glad my God, but yeah, I mean, that is kind of like, I mean, if you ever had any doubt, if you didn't read the comic books, if you don't know the watcher very well, if you're not familiar, like this is a perfect example of who he is and what he's about. And he is not saving you. And that sucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, every time uh, the watcher is on screen, I go back and pull up the song. 
and even the second song that Jay Z did that wasn't as good as the first song, but it was still good. Yo, so, that's yeah, that's, that's my required soundtrack <laughs> after every time because that's all I can think of. Would you like um, to give us a sample? Because you know, no, 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 I've done enough singing, I've okay. done enough singing. <laughs> so, so. I'll, I'll just say this I'm glad that this episode basically put everything on the table to say, look, if we want to destroy the world that you're watching in this episode, we absolutely will. And that, yeah. that's the kind of stakes that really no other show in the MCU can play around with. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. Um, so let's yeah. move quickly, uh, just briefly uh, into the last episode of Titans, uh, which as we kind of hinted at and talked about earlier, um, number one, uh, it deals, it's like the it depends on how it, it's going to be subjective, but it depends. This might be the worst thing Jason's done so far, or it might not be the worst thing, but it's like second worst uh, because we finally get a return of Tim Drake into things. We saw him briefly, uh, but now we're actually starting to get movement on that story, how it, how it connects him to Jason and the bad family. Um, so that stuff, I, I, MVP of this episode for me though, is always Corey. Corey just oh man, rules. she's awesome. Starfire rules uh, in this season uh, throughout the whole thing, and we get a lot of Blackfire because the introduction was very brief, and it was really hard to get a sense of her character and stuff. Here, uh, we actually get like to know a little bit about her. Uh, some of the stuff with like her, you know, like oh, is this my manservant? Like I, I laughed at some of that. This stuff was really funny. Um, the I'm still I'm still like not completely like on board with Blackfire, but like, I'm, I'm getting there. Like I'm, I'm way further along uh, than yeah. I was. Um, they definitely convinced me on her. I'm a big okay. fan now. <laughs> I can't wait to see where she goes. Like, mm -hmm. I really hope that she ends up being on our side and fully a Titan and the whole thing because we're, we lost Hawk. I know that hurt <laughs> I'm me, man. So still I'm still reeling. It's hard for me not to get mad at that interview. <laughs> <laughs> and because we lost him we lost dove and i love mika yeah. kelly's dove too so like Me you know too. she's out like she's not dead obviously but she's just like you know gotta take some time away i also love the stuff between blackfire and superboy that was i i really dug some of that stuff that they dive uh dive into so you can check out more of our coverage on the new titans episode uh on comicbook.com as well so let's move really briefly uh because we got a lot to get into into dc fandom which they announced the uh, they've announced the date which is october 16th they've also released a new trailer given some teases as to what to expect so just moving really quickly through everybody what is the one thing you are most excited to see at dc fandom let's uh start with connor uh, I'm going with the video games. I want to know what Gotham Knights is about. Yes. I want to know. I want to know more about the dynamic of the four players. Are you? Is it? Is it co-op multiplayer? Are you going through the story like you did with the Arkham games, where you're just jumping from player to player? I got to know. And then with, I want to also know about Suicide Squad killing the Justice League because mm -hmm. I'm still very convinced that they base Superman off of John Cena. And I think if we get a closer look at him, I'll be able to prove it. And I also want to hear Samoa Joe as King Shark because yeah. that is just fantastic. It's going to be amazing. Uh, Adam, what you, what you think? Oh, uh, Flash first look, man. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we, we get something. I think we're supposed to get something. Um, Michael Keaton, right? Why not? Yeah. Or the Batman. I mean, the Batman's always a safe fallback. Can't wait right. to see more of that. Uh, but I really want to see what's going on with Flash. They're filming it. Yeah, they're filming it. We're getting let's all kinds of looks. leaks already. Right. Let's see how it looks. 
All right, Janelle. Yeah, I, I'm with Connor on this one. I'm so pumped about these video games. Like I have expanded my horizons in gaming recently, and I'm I'm really pumped to uh, see what they've got ahead for us. It's it's really really cool to be a comic book reader and a superhero lover and play these games. It's just just yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. For me, for me, I mean, it was mine. It was easy. It was Gotham Knights. That's the one I'm most pumped about. Um, you know, you can check some of our uh, some of my interviews with the team uh, from back when they announced it at the initial DC fandom and then it got pushed. Uh, they've already been teasing it on their social accounts. So it does seem like we are getting something there. I'm just hoping for uh, an official release date. Um, and, you know, I'm always good. Like when someone delays something in the game space, I'm always OK with them. Nine, nine times out of ten, because that extra time will normally make it a better game overall so i'm willing to wait so uh you know you had me at batgirl you know you always had me yeah. at batgirl. uh all right so let's get to uh one i think this is the first actually for for comic book nation we we're doing a live taste test of the flaming hot mountain dew which just sounds surreal to it's me. It's time, Adam. It's can, time. Can we get like a rundown of like, for anyone who doesn't know what this is? So what this is, is this little can of Hellfire. Um, so what Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew has done last, for whatever reason, the Dew fandom has grown exponentially and with all flavors. I saw Matt drinking some Major Melon earlier, I do believe. Um, <laughs> they launched the Dew store. Uh, last week and they do exclusive flavors through the do store and last month was the first time they did it which they released cake smash which was birthday cake flavored mountain dew um and this month is mountain dew flaming hot which as i understand they aren't go they didn't go the cinnamon route and make it like a red hot mountain dew they went the the Cheetos, savory, what? red, oh red route. Are all these so, flavors supposed to be awful? Uh, I don't know. Here's the thing. Uh, did you then, try Cake Smash? I did not know. I really kicked. Okay, that one could be terrible. It could yeah. be like those red velvet Oreos, which, oh my God. Um, or those Swedish fish Oreos. But, oh my God, those were terrible. Um, but like, it could be so bad. It's good. I don't, I'm curious about Cake Smash. Flaming Hot, I'm not going to lie to you. Sounds Awful. <laughs> yeah. I made the mistake of posting it on Twitter, and now Jim Biscardi's making me, me drink it live in front of the world. If this is how we get you to come on the show. Like, oh we'll take God. it. We so, want you here. Um, it's just got it out of the fridge. It's closed. So I did promise a chug. Um, <gasps> yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Adam. Oh, my God. But we'll gonna, see. Like, I was going to have you sip it. You we'll see. I can mute myself, right? I got a glass here. Right? Yeah, but we want to hear list. all the gnarly sounds. So, like, you got to keep it. Can, ASMR. Can you... Oh, no. Now I have to go to the bathroom. Hold now on. Now we're really on the <laughs> All right. Jug, so there's jug, there's the color. Jug, jug. Okay. Jug. It's like a cheat. Jug. Jug. <laughs> oh, I went down the wrong throat. Oh, that's not good. I don't think there's oh, any way for to go spicy. down. Hold on. Right <laughs> that was a chug. That is spicy. Should I check the rest? Yeah, do it. it if you can. It, it, I love how Connor said if you can. <laughs> chug, 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 
Chug, chug, chug. If you're listening, he's chugging. He's probably on like gulp 25 by now. Oh, smash it against your head like the language, Adam. (laughs) I don't see Uh, any like uh, tears in your eyes or anything. Or instant signs of regret. Yeah. You just chugged that entire thing. Yeah, I don't feel good. <laughs> oh, there's a little left. Oh yeah, he just drank the entire thing, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, okay, now we have the coughing. There it is. Oh, okay, God. now you have to explain to us in every detail what you're tasting. Pain. You're tasting pain. No, it's not spicy at all. That tastes like Mountain Dew. Less sweet. It tastes like a savory Mountain Dew. That so does it taste gross. like the flaming hot Cheetos? Is that? Uh, it's on my tongue. It's, it's like just... Tabasco-y no, it's like Frank's okay, red. It's getting hotter. Probably like cayenne. Yeah. Notes. Yeah. Some, yeah. Spicy peppers. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, this is like one of those hot ones moments where it is getting, you can tell it's hitting you. We're, we're bringing you back on to do the one chip challenge. <laughs> yeah. I have one in my cupboard. Should I go get it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you just took that. I should have brought it up. Um, oh, one out of 10. I would never drink that again. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. So that does not it does not taste good. It is. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, I don't know. It does not so taste good. They're actually it, selling these. Yeah, it's not sweet. I am sweating. Holy cow! I am sweating. <laughs> <laughs> you can still talk though. It's not like your you know your vocal cords have seized up or anything. Oh, like the birds have come though. It's uh, like flaming hot Cheetos aftertaste. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's it's okay. not too yeah. sweet. It's it does taste. There is flaming hot Cheetos to it. It's yeah. not cinnamony. I was hoping it was cinnamony. Cinnamon. Yummy. Yeah. No such luck. You look. So there you go, Jim Viscardi. James Viscardi. Thank you for <laughs> making me drink that in front of the world. And now I nice may have job. to. This um, is the kind of content you come here for. <laughs> we can, we can, I, can someone post um, that one comment so I can put that as my Twitter header? The dumbest segment ever, please. <laughs> yes, <I agree> fully. <laughs> there we go. Someone screenshot and add me at Twitter. Add Adam Barhart, please. Adam's going to start being like the young bucks and just like changing his bio every, every week. Wow, I haven't Adam. seen double like this in a while, guys. This is fun. Okay, now I feel like you need medical attention. This is <laughs> something we should. <laughs> we should good. It was good. I wouldn't ever buy it again. So if you guys want it, don't get it. <laughs> Now Janelle drink it. Uh, we'll we'll talk about that later. Oh my god! All right. Well, that was. How you know much what? you paying me? You know what's crazy? So I feel like from there, I feel like a natural segue is wrestling for some reason. I don't know why. I just feel like if you're gonna like chug hot Mountain Dew, I don't know. I just felt like it felt like a natural segue. This uh, feels yeah. like a dig at all elite wrestling, man. No, are you not. just mad? No, that as in hot that, mess. No, that they're I, I just NXT. like a pushing the boundaries kind of thing. It was, a, it was a compliment. It was not. It was not a negative thing. That's Jim's bag. I don't. This is my unamused face. I don't diss. I don't diss other people's promotions. Thank you very much, like Jim. Uh-huh. This is. That's not my bag. So uh, we have all out. Also, I just want to make sure we get time. So in the, in the most honest way. But I was just mm. trying to naturally segue, Connor. Thank you for killing. Uh, so all out is this weekend um, and Connor will actually be in attendance. He'll actually be at the show. Uh, and of course you can catch all of our coverage on the event right here on comic and our Twitters. Uh, so Connor, lead us through what we can uh, expect here. 
So we've got AEW's All Out this Sunday in Chicago. It is back at the Now Arena, formerly the Sears Center. Uh, this is where the kind of the progenitor event uh, All In took place in 2018, and they keep going back to this arena ever since. The big story this time around is obviously CM Punk's return to pro wrestling. He came back just a couple of weeks ago. This is his first match. He's taking on Darby Allen, fan favorite. Guy's got half his face painted. It's awesome. A um, bunch of other matches. Matt, I kind of want to get into this topic. We we broke it down in the preview that is up on comic book right now. Was this show hurt by the fact that they are going to New York City next month for the first time and are putting on that show at Arthur Ashe? Um, okay, so I actually don't. I think it was hurt, but I don't think it's hurt because of the show that's coming. I think it's hurt by the show that happened. I think it's it's I think because of the first dance, having such a CM Punk's arrival and the being in Chicago and all the ice cream bars, all the stuff that like surrounded that night mm-hmm. kind of dulls all out because all it doesn't feel as special because we had that like if this had been like, oh, they announced CM Punk and we hadn't seen him yet or something like that, and you're getting that here, then yes. I but again, not not in a it's not in a negative way. I just feel like some of the anticipation and fervor around all out, it's just not as high, especially if you like look at the card, because there's some like big matches on the card, right? There's a lot of championship matches. Like it should be there, and there's some good yeah. stuff there. I'm just like, I'm not as there's no way I'm nearly as hyped for that as I was for an episode of Rampage. So I just feel like having that so close before all out and not giving it time to really build into mm. something where it felt like, Oh, here's the next big thing. Just kind of deflated it a little. Sure. I, I, I can't help but shake the feeling that a couple of big matches were held back because that they're going to New York city next month. They're going into WWE's territory, their signature city and are going to a venue that they've never run and could potentially be building their own signature event in the biggest city in the world, which is huge. Is New York City the biggest city in the world still? I can't keep track. I know it's the biggest here. Anyway, I think because you, you people would have wanted to see Kenny Hangman. They wanted to see Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. John Moxley versus Hironi, Hiroshi Tanahashi was teased. That's not happening. That all being said, there's still some really fun stuff on this show. We've got the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros in a steel cage. I think Miro versus Eddie Kingston could be Walter versus Dragonov. I, I knew you were going to say it. Oh it's my god! So that match is amazing. Connor, Miro is doing the best smoking? character because Miro is doing the best character work we've ever seen. Eddie Kingston can make anything amazing by talking for ten seconds. But neither me, of them give me this are, match, man. Oh my god! I can't even. I I can't even process. Give me this match on a silver platter. <laughs> anyway, uh, there's there's a couple of matches that make you go. Really, we're 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 doing this. We're we're doing MJF versus Jericho for the fourth time. We're doing Paul White versus QT Marshall in a match that should not last more than ten seconds. Like if this thing goes five minutes, people are going to be pissed. Yeah, but I think this show for. Like you said, coming off of the first dance, it's hard to keep that momentum. It's hard to, right. to hit that same high again. I think Punk 
is going to tear the house down no matter what he does. Right. Because it's Chicago. And because it's his first match in seven years. I do not think this is 2011 to 2013 punk where it's a, it's a crisp, well-paced, right. Breezy match. No, I, I, there might be some ring rust here, but also he's in a, in there with a hell of a dance partner. In dark. Right. And I mean, look, I mean, people flipped their lid over the first like GTS and it wasn't even that great a GTS. Right. It's not like we've seen it was in a the G- past, but it's the fact that it happened like, yeah. like nostalgia and just like, oh, my God, so happy to see him again is is going to carry a lot in this match. I mean, I'm already kind of like, OK, like we've had him out on every show. We're kind of I felt the same way about Cena. When he first came back and they were just yeah. like, here's Cena again, here's Cena again. And I'm like, I yeah. love Cena promos, but like, can we have him we not do the same formula F2 twice a week? And with Punk, it's kind of the same thing. It's like, okay, I'm already getting like, I saw the after one, right? Like the mm-hmm. one that was after Dynamite. What I, so I'm kind of already over that whole like, oh, he's back. I, I'm excited to see the match. I think that will carry a lot. I love Darby out. So yeah, I'm excited for that. And I think this show could be boosted a lot by certain surprises that might happen. I don't know if you've been following the news, but uh, there's been a lot of releases lately and a lot of free agents floating out there. And if the show ends with everyone in the arena in unison doing the yes chance, I would not be shocked because that is the big rumor is that one Brian Danielson? Yeah, and it'll probably yes, Jim. It will probably be the final countdown playing, final but countdown. the yes chance going to follow him no matter what he does. Uh, if, if Daniel Bryan shows up, if Adam Cole shows up because he can, if Ruby Soho shows up, I think there's still a lot of hype that could potentially be around this show. Ruby's got it like almost a lock, right? Like those promos she's been sharing on social media. Well, the thing the thing is with the promos is they keep showing her in New York. So right. so she could show up there, but like there's still a mystery person in there or no in the Royale. The yeah, they're they're still they're, they're still, still the mystery. So that like, could be Chelsea Green. That could be. It could be Chelsea. Mickey, Green, it could I be Mickey. She's been in every promotion over the much. past week. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much been killing it but um it could be her yeah i i just i hope for ruby because she was so she was underused I'm, and she's I a great love, get for that company yeah i i want to see their women's division succeed and they they have a lot of great talent but like getting someone that already has some of that name recognition can only bolster that and maybe get them some you know two minutes extra tv time good lord um so I, i'm excited for that. i agree though i daniel bryan i don't know i think i don't know if he's I'm not like 100% that he's going to show up, but he's probably going to show up. And that'll be cool. So I don't think Punk would have made that note when uh, they were doing the yes chant. He goes, that's somebody else's shtick. You're going to have to be a little patient for that one. If he had just said, hey, that's his shtick. He's not here. Go away. But like the fact that he said patient, yeah, uh, it's not a matter of if. It's a matter of it's when. when. So I'm like, do they have him come here or do they have him hold? for New York, right. Or whatever. Like they've got other things coming up that they could debut him. So it's, yeah, I'm not, he's going, it's, yeah. it seems like a block, uh, especially if punk makes that reference. I just don't know. I'll say it. this. If Kenny and Christian, which by the way, I know this match is getting a little bit knocked because it's a rematch from just a couple of weeks ago. And that's not something AEW usually does. Meanwhile, on raw, it's every week. Um, the first match was really good. Christian has not had a bad match since he came back. 
And I don't think that changes here. I think they're going, they're pulling out all the stops. And if it main events the show, that's kind of tipping their hat that somebody's coming out at the end as a surprise. Right. And that's, you think that's Brian? I think it's Brian. Brian Danielson. I, I would love it if it's Brian and then Adam Cole hits him with a chair from behind. And it's just the one, two punch of, Oh my God, they're both here. I, uh, hmm, that's, that's interesting. I would love, I would mad, pop for you're Cole. You're just mad at Adam no, Cole. No, I would pop for Cole. No, yeah. I would pop for Cole. I'm not mad that Cole's gone. Like, Cole's done everything. Yeah. He's done really? everything in NXT. There was nothing else for him to do. So I am excited for him to be able to, like, get in the ring with a bunch of new people and a bunch of new talent. Like, there was just nothing for him else for him to do. And Very true. I don't have the confidence of someone moving from NXT over to Raw or SmackDown because I have been burned on that multiple times. So, yeah, like I'm excited for Cole wherever he Mm -hmm. goes. Like if he goes to Impact, awesome. There's a bunch of new people for that. So, um, yeah, but I would I would probably pop more for Cole because I'm always always more of a Cole person than a Daniel Bryan person. I was never just like the biggest Daniel Bryan person. I like him. Not even during WrestleMania 30. None of that. Like, no, I rooted for him. I like the storyline. Like, I like him. I just mm-hmm. I would not call myself like a massive Daniel Bryan person. Like, it's just like for whatever reason. Right. Just doesn't always like yeah. click with me. Um, but again, I like him. I'm excited for him. But Cole popping up there would be epic. That would be cool. Uh, anything else we need to know for the show? Honestly, no, we've kind of been all over the place on this one. If, if you want the signature tagline, it's probably going to be more fun than it looks on paper. And I'll just say that. I feel like we say that about every single pay-per-view, like wrestling, period. Well, for one company, it's because the television isn't great. So we just kind of hope that, hey, they they get out of their own way and just let their wrestlers do their thing. Yeah. With AEW, it's it's usually because they've got more than a few surprises in store. And also, they never hold back when it comes to matches. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. So definitely check out all of our coverage uh, happening right here on comicbook.com. So uh, let's get into some comics uh, because I want to make sure we get to all these. Uh, We have three. Let's. And by the way, thank you so much for everybody that votes uh, in the poll for the third book. Uh, number one, you made me and Janelle very happy. Yes, I was uh, this week. I was gonna say that. Great job of voting this week, guys. <laughs> I was, I was Thank so you. excited. I was like, uh, because I even I even think I said in the chat, like, I'm hoping this is it, but I put three other books in, and then I saw like the first 10 minutes. I went, Oh, we're good. Yes. <laughs> we're good. Um, so let's start with uh let's start with uh Fear State Alpha. Uh it goes with uh, some of our Titans uh conversation so uh for those who have been following the show for a minute we have dipped kind of in and out of batman um we've we've kind of dipped into like the the dark designer stuff um the ghost maker stuff this kind of most recent run and so this is what it's been all building to even future state kind of what happened with the magistrate and and taking over this point is where those dominoes start to really fall so, uh, by the way, spoilers incoming for all three of these books. We're going to be talking uh, Fear State Alpha number one, Dark Ages number one, and Captain Marvel 32. So, spoilers coming for all those. Um, so, this is where that really starts to fall. We see Scarecrow and we see like the magistrate start to like, they pick their first uh, keeper, right? They pick their first officer and we see like that kind of go off the rails a little bit. Uh, we see Batman. Um, kind of in scarecrow's custody and and so all these all these dominoes are starting to fall um i liked it 
I wouldn't say I loved it, but I but I liked it. I, I thought one, it was actually a really impressive issue uh, just from an art perspective. I, th- I thought it was actually really uh, slick looking, kind of from beginning to end. Uh, and the Scarecrow stuff, like the like that whole opening bit, it's a little lengthy, but James Tynan does that really well. Um, it, like if you've ever read Something Is Killing the Children, there's a lot of dialogue in that book. But it's mm. mostly really good dialogue. It's really compelling. It keeps you interested, and so he can have like three pages of just talking heads, and I'm Wind. still engaged. Um, Wind is exactly the same way, right? You, I think that's just his that. style, and yeah. and but that's not a negative. Like I'm typically engrossed in that. I'm very excited. So like, there's a lot of that in here, and that stuff was actually the stuff I found most fascinating. Um, and so, but it but it was a little bit longer and things like that. So I I. I came away liking it. I didn't love it. Janelle, what did you think of this? Yeah, same sentiment. Um, first of all, I just really like, I'm very happy with the picks this week. All three of them had me pumped and, and just really excited. And so I would say this is my least favorite of the three, but still like a pretty good read. Um, mm-hmm. I did not do well with the beginning dialogue. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of like, okay, we get it. Like, you want the credit. <laughs> You're the mastermind. This guy. So I feel like that could have been a lot shorter um, because even like the color scheme and the artwork is just not super intriguing to me in those pages. But as it kept going and more and more introductions of other characters, I mean, there are a lot of people Jeez, in this yeah. book. Yeah. And so that that was really cool. I was really happy to see so many uh, different people in this book. And, and yeah, I, Definitely towards the end, like the poison ivy, like that kind of stuff was just awesome to like yeah. look at. It was just beautiful. I love the color. I'm a bright and colorful fan. Like I really, right. really like that stuff. So it it was it was cool. It was interesting. I do feel a little maxed out on Batman. <laughs> um, we've been reading so much Batman, and then on top of that, I binged Titans. Right. You know, and <laughs> like I'm. It's so it's. I do feel a little like whoa. Okay, but this luckily had so many other you know stories and people yeah. in it that I was like okay, like I'm a little bit more into this. Dark Detective was starting to get like. Okay, like more Batman, but this yeah. is this is good. I liked it. Yeah, I I agree with uh, and and you brought up the poison ivy stuff, and Brywood brought um her up in the comments too, and I honestly forgot. Yeah, that that stuff was actually really interesting. And um, overall, I know Joshua Williamson is taking over uh the Batman book uh next after Fear State is done. Um, you cannot say that the toy box is bare because <laughs> this run has introduced so many new characters and while some of them didn't hit like i never clicked with clown hunter you know what i mean uh Ghostmaker rules i'll take yeah. i was like i'm, I'm good Ghost with that maker. you know um designer ruled like there was some really interesting concepts and now we have like these other new characters coming into the mix too kind of as this like rebellion and like them so there's a lot of interesting stuff here for williamson to tackle i agree though there's a lot of batman books like there's just a lot. There's just sheer. Like we don't even touch half of them <laughs> every week. Uh, so there's just so many. So um, yeah. Connor, uh, Adam, did you guys get a chance to read any of these? Just I didn't want to cut you guys off if you had thoughts. I read Dark Ages. Oh, good. Dark well, Ages, I did that. read. Woohoo. Um, Connor, I did not. Is Dark Ages? Is that that's Tom Taylor, right? Yeah, it is. Inject everything he writes into my <laughs> veins. My God, man. Love um, him. 
<laughs> well, let's get, yeah. So let's get right in the dark ages because uh, this is the one that had been teased forever ago. Um, and it's just kind of been under the radar. And then it was like magically like, Hey, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming out. Uh, and from the initial free comic book, was it wasn't free comic book that or, or a teaser, whatever mm-hmm. the teaser was kind of told the beginning parts of the story you assumed and like Iron Man's like in the sky and like gets like his leg cut off or his foot cut off by a plane and whatever and comes crashing down. Right. So you assume, oh, it's a blackout, like something happens. And that's what you assume the story is because that's all the teaser had. And then you read this issue and like that is the most simplified like it's it's not even that like, was like a, a small part yeah right like i was we didn't get to that to like four no. things in and like there's just world. that tiny little part like, yeah, it's like, even, and that uh, was the solution that's how they survive is just the emp and like all that stuff like boy that no one writes whether it's deceased whether it's injustice <laughs> no one writes like a i'm just gonna like murder a bunch of people and screw around with this world and make it a dark place but still like keep you invested like somebody's mad at me this week with the what if episode and then this with dr strange like straight up someone's like (laughs) i hate janelle wheeler (laughs) that was a lot that was a lot going into this um and also i will just look i i've never been uh abashed about saying this i love uh laura as wolverine tom taylor's run on all new wolverine gave us gabby Gave us gave us so many amazing stories, and I just love that we have Laura and Honey Badger in this issue as characters. And I'm like, that was Tom Taylor went. Yeah, I'm using them. If I'm going to write this, I'm going to use those characters. I was very happy. Um, so yeah, of course, this story it, it's a very like epic uh, story. It starts out with essentially the worst idea ever. By the way, <laughs> hey, let's contain, let's let's put away this like brutal hugely like a massively powerful entity and he's knocked out for a while. So let's put him inside a growing planet (laughs) and that's earth. So let's just have him sitting there chilling. And one day he's probably going to wake up. He's probably going to be really pissed. That was like poor planning on the the high tribunals part. Uh, So we have this like massive epic scale thing. And then when it kind of gets down to our heroes, uh, Taylor does this too in uh, Seven Secrets all the time. It's you always think like, oh, this is when everyone's gonna rally, and it's like, nope. <laughs> it's like everyone mm-hmm. just gets massacred, uh, and you're just like, oh my god. Uh, and by the end, man, I was I, I was hooked. Uh, this issue had me pretty much from the beginning, even though it was not what I was expecting. And by the end, and you get to the like the final page hook and what's coming up and all that, I'm like, I'm sold. I'm I'm in for this. Uh, Janelle, what do you think? Oh gosh, I uh, this was awesome. I mean, despite I hate spoiling things too heavy, but despite one of my favorites, um, meeting his demise. So sorry. (laughs) I just, but you know what? I love. I'm loving him and his power showing, like what he is capable of, and like without him, that he it wouldn't have been fixed and then without him it's completely ruined like you need him to close that and he's gone and that is just like oh i love it i i love how important strange is at any time but also the team up just seeing this specific group um the ones that are sent down to go you know battle this 
I don't even know what it is, machine, robot, (laughs) whatever it is. Whatever that. (laughs) I just really love the team up. It was a really cool team up. I almost would have liked more pages of like their battle because I just, I love seeing Wanda and Strange in the same place and Vision and, and then like we have Fantastic Four. It's just really, really cool. Uh, And he did a spectacular job. And I think Connor said it beautifully, like, this man knows how to make comics. Like it's a really good job. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not reading his Nightwing right now, you are missing out. It's fantastic. Um, So I was going to read I'm like, it's, I didn't like it as much as you two solely because I keep comparing everything to Nightwing because Nightwing is one of the best superhero comics written in the past 10 years. So So good, man. (laughs) (laughs) I I saw someone like not loving that. that How? How? (laughs) I love that book. Phenomenal. Good. And the artwork, uh, Bruno, um, Redondo. Yes. Uh, so, of course. Yeah. Since coming on to that book, that I agree. That is one of DC's best books uh, out there. So, yeah. I mean, you know, Taylor kills it. And he's still got a Batman book out there. Wow. Uh, Detective, right? Dark Detective or Detective? Something like that. Batman Detective. But anyways, Dark Ages 1. Not bad comic. Yeah. Also, shout out to Watcher, like, not caring yet again. <laughs> Yeah, like a, you guys are theme. about to die and i've just been sitting here waiting to watch it yeah that is a theme <laughs> like, it's so funny watchers a watchers a giant jer- i agree though by the way were you i agree that uh strange is a is a cool hard snake i i agree just because i wanted to bring that back up again uh oh, so let's me. get into uh captain marvel number 32 i am jazzed uh i get to talk about a captain marvel book uh, on here, I typically have to shove it in right at the end. <laughs> so, um, we're going to be talking about this now. Uh, this starts the big arc that's uh, the last of the Marvels. Um, they've been teasing this for a minute. Um, if the roots of this come from the last Avenger arc, that was like two arcs back, I believe, uh, which introduces like the suit uh, that you see here, Vox Supreme, some of that stuff that's referenced here. Uh, you can find that in that the last Avenger arc. Uh, and so she even references some of the things like taking on the Avengers and things like that. That all happened there. So if you're curious, there you go. Um, they were over, they've been teasing Marvel. They've been, you know, and, and the thing is there've been so many people that have held the Captain Marvel mantle at some point, especially when you bring like the multiverse into it, um, that it was kind of like, okay, well, we're going to get a lot of different people. And uh, they, the, reveal of who's in this particular suit uh i dug because uh, i'm a big fan of this character i won't spoil who that is there's no real reason to spoil it right here um but i I dug it i I like that character i like that they brought them in and then you get to the final uh two pages and it's like oh man uh i need to check on monica i need to check on kamala and like that last scene in the book is like oh my god like i was i was losing my mind i was like this needs i need the second issue now kelly thompson i need this in front of me now so i mean i'm i'm stoked that we've been building a lot of threads have been running here uh, i'm excited to see if like her half sister uh l'oreal uh gets introduced here if you know how they tie some of that stuff in the holla and and the cree if they do at all um so i and also uh there was a, a conversation about iron man over the last few days, uh, I know Charlie originally had like a whole back and forth thing about Iron Man in the comics. Uh, <laughs> I enjoy, I'm not the biggest Iron Man fan. I've never made any bones about that. Um, but don't let Brandon Davis hear you say that. I have, uh, yeah, I've told him. <laughs> I'm not the biggest Iron Man person. Uh, however, I love Iron Man in small doses. And in Captain Marvel, this has been over the past like year. 
he's had these like little small appearances as they've worked on their kind of relationship. Um, and he's delightful in these because you like, he always needs someone to keep him in check. I don't like arrogant, unchecked Tony Stark. Like I would just be, be done with him, but I like it when someone else can kind of put him in check and you have some genuine banter and back and forth. That's done really well uh, in Captain Marvel, by the way, lately. So um, Janelle, what did you think? Great book. Uh, I was very upset by the end, which I feel like we just <laughs> went over until I scrolled down and I saw next issue and the cover. At least we have two Marvels that are fighting, uh, you know, hopefully, because I was freaking out. I'm like, wait a minute, is she going to be all on her own? Like, this kind of is not good. Uh, but yeah, great, great progression. Kept me excited the whole time. Uh, didn't have any long lulls of dialogue that <laughs> yeah. went on and on and on. Lots of action. Really cool. Yeah. The, I mean, it's just, it's just a good job. And I'm really intrigued for the rest of this. Yeah, it's uh with with Carol, it's like you still get the in like the internal monologue. Monologue, yeah. But like it's something's happening while she and right. I love the stuff where she's going through like in football speak, her progressions, right? She's like, okay, well, it could be this, or it could be this, or let me try this. Like she's always thinking, like I always like that she's in her mind thinking, like if I was a superhero and had powers, that is how I would think like out loud, like I would be talking to myself the entire time. Okay. Well, and like the villains would probably like get annoyed by me and I would probably be defeated on a regular basis. Cause I'd be talking out loud as opposed awesome. to like in my brain. And like, I would just be giving the villain all the information. I'm going to try this is like, you're telling me. Anyway, I love this that. is why I'm not a superhero. Um, so yeah, so that is comics. Uh, thank you guys so much for voting. Uh, every week it, it really is awesome always trying to get more comics uh, into the show and if there's ever a book you want to talk about uh, even if it's like a graphic novel or something like that that's maybe a denser read um, definitely give me a shout um, I still owe uh, some of you like uh, some recs so I have not forgotten I just haven't, <laughs> haven't gotten to it yet I will um, so yeah real quick before we uh, wrap the show uh, let's talk about Midnight Suns um, because uh, Firax has finally revealed their big Marvel game, uh, the one that had been the worst kept secret forever <laughs> that a Marvel game was coming. Mm -hmm. uh, though no one expected it to be Midnight Suns. I don't think anyone had that on their bingo cards. Um, so this one is a, these are the same developers of XCOM, which I adore the XCOM games. I bash my controller constantly with them. And I don't think I've actually made it through all the way <laughs> through a campaign without losing everybody, but I still enjoy them and I still love them. Uh, and this one is actually, they revealed some actual gameplay and, and more details. This is actually a card based system. It is still turn-based though. Um, and it still has like the XCOM DNA, but you actually like get pull random cards per turn for your characters. Mm -hmm. You can control three of the Marvel characters at a time. Um, and they've shown the roster, which is pretty cool. You're going to be controlling the Hunter, who is a brand new character uh, introduced. And you can customize. Uh, they can be uh, him or her. You can customize their suit and, and how you want them to play. Um, and then, of course, you'll be surrounded by, like, Ghost Rider and Blade. And Captain Marvel is in there as well. Uh, so it's, it, looks, it looks pretty cool. The card-based system sounds interesting. It be, but because it's random, it's like people who don't like dice games because they don't like a, a, that element of randomness to it I, do, I don't know if it'll be everybody's thing uh when you get into that because i mean 
while they say it doesn't really happen, theoretically you could end up like pulling cards and like not having a card for one particular character, right? So like there's always that risk reward. And when you get the cards, you can't pick your abilities. So you're just kind of like figuring out what can I use in the environment? What can I do with the cards that I have? That play style is not going to jive with everyone, but it is cool that you can control everybody like directly. Like you will be able to control those heroes in this system. Um, it is interesting. I mean, it sounds it's gone. So will, will this be something you guys pick up? Yes. <laughs> Adam's like, yes. yeah, no, I, I, I watched a little bit. I watched like the gameplay trailer and I'm like, oof. And Charlie Ridgely was texting me about some stuff. And I think he almost sold me out of it. But then I watched the stream going back. And I'm like, well, this, if you think about it as like superhero chess with some of my favorite characters, the Midnight Suns and Marvel horror characters are some of my favorites. I'm like, ah, it doesn't seem too bad because there's that RPG element. You're growing with the players too, and it will morph and stuff. Plus, I do believe we still have three characters to come. They said 13 or something. And How the hell is Moon Knight not in this group? I do not like most of the characters. You know, when I saw the Midnight Suns logo, I'm like, oh, sweet, like open world Spider-Man, but your blade mowing down all sorts of vampires or something. Right. You know, that would be amazing. Um, but I don't care and for it is black and yellow suit yeah. Iron Man. Yeah. Well, yeah, like it is essentially an uh, an Avengers team mm-hmm. with Wolverine. Yes. <laughs> Wolverines and everything. And Blade yeah. and Robbie Reyes. And that's, they put uh, Sister Grimm, Nico's in there as well. So that's Yeah, cool. Nico's awesome. Awesome Nico's pick. Awesome. But yeah, then you have, of course, you have Captain America, you have Iron Man. Yeah. Like you got to have your, is Widow in it? No. I can't remember. I don't think what else. No. But yeah, the other three characters, like, you know, I need, I want, like, oh my God, like, uh, uh, voodoo. Like, mm-hmm. um, I, I, how was Moon Knight better be in this damn thing? Right. <laughs> Moon Knight or voodoo or one of the Hellstroms crossing my fingers for yeah. like Satana. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Elsa Bloodstone out there. So they said there's some revealing some three more characters. But Elsa Bloodstone. Please let it be Elsa Bloodstone. I will lose my mind. Uh, okay. So that's Midnight Suns. <laughs> Chanel, are you excited for this? Yeah. I mean, I, any game that's released on everything, like it's on Steam for the PC, it's on PS4, PS5, it's on Xbox. It's also on the Switch, which I'm like the one person that's like, I prefer the Switch to the PS4. (laughs) Um, So to me, like, yeah, if they're releasing on the Switch, I'm probably going to pick it up and give it a go. I don't know if I'm going to play it on stream, but I'll probably play it, you know, handheld. True, true. Um, All right. So, uh, Connor, you have anything to weigh in there? Well, man, I have a question. You said the cards are random. So if you believe in the heart of the cards, do you get the cards you want each time or does that not count in this game? <laughs> That's not, not count. Dang it. I don't think so. I don't think so. Now, don't you me, though. joke from 20 years ago. Don't call me, though. <laughs> Jesus. We've, man, this show has had, I think we, we've referenced Paul Abdul, Yu-Gi-Oh, Dragon Ball, uh, multiple hip hop references from me. Uh, yeah it's been it's been a crazy show uh and that's gonna do it uh for our show uh this week thank you so much guys for for joining us uh here and of course if you can find you can find all of our coverage on all of these topics and more on combobook.com we are available on apple podcasts google's uh google play we are also on spotify as well and uh definitely at some point we will get to the much talked about reviews and sending of things and <laughs> we will read I need them. a shirt too so we will read them at some point in time it will happen if you it's, just it's getting there it really is like yes. we got the message from producer it's like hey we're getting there 
So uh, definitely, if you want to submit a five-star review, you don't have to submit a five-star review, but we're not sending you a shirt for a two-star review. Though. <laughs> uh, and uh, thank you for joining the show and uh, hope everybody has a great week. Peace. Thanks, guys.